I have had this interesting relationship with 4am in the morning (laughs) for most of my adult life actually. Um, It seems to be that at 4 in the morning, that's when my anima, that inner soul voice comes to visit me when I need to hear things and I'm otherwise um, unwilling or unable to listen. And at 4am, often just coming out of deep REM sleep, I am deeply physically tied to my bed (laughs) and unable to move but able to have a conscious experience with this voice of my soul the anima and the anima is actually originally a psychological term kind of part of the collective unconscious or like our inner unconscious that wants to speak to us and so I remember in my early 20s when I sort of had this spiritual awakening it happened through the guidance of my 4am anima conversations where all this information would come through and I would just lie there and listen and hear and last year I actually wrote a blog post named my anima visited me and I'll link it up in the text part of this podcast so you can see a little perspective of what that looks like from time to time and so you know you're in this liminal I'm in this liminal half dream half awake state where I can consciously perceive the information that's coming through and what's happening but I have no capacity to react and respond I'm just 100% receptive and so this 4am these 4am anima visits come to me whenever I go through lots of growth and expansion and there's something that have happened recently as once again I'm going through a phase a season of reinvention and renewal and and moving my entire existence and my entire being to a new level of awareness and understanding and interaction with the world which is absolutely amazing like now that I'm through the worst of it the thick of it you know some parts are really crunchy and uncomfortable but now that I'm coming to the end of it it feels uh, like a big sigh of relief and it all makes so much more sense but definitely while I was in (laughs) the harder parts specifically late last year and even the first month or so of 2022 Yeah, and so I wanted to share with you a couple of experiences I've had with this, this, these anima visitations at 4am. So one that happened a few weeks ago was I woke up around 4am and like I'm guestmating, it's 4am, I don't have my phone in my room, I, I don't sleep with any electronics in my bedroom, it's one of my personal rules. But because it's been happening for so long, I can just assume that it's around 4am. And I woke up and I was guided into this kind of meditative state 
which was almost like a visualization and it's not like I'm actively choosing to visualize this it's more that I am experiencing it kind of like the way that you experience watching a film or a series you sit there and you allow it to unfold before you and you sort of respond to it as it's happening and so I was experiencing this visualization of posting packing and posting all of these parcels of things that I was holding and carrying in my body that were not mine back to their original owners and there was a lot it took it felt like it took a really long time so I was sitting there or lying there rather in this liminal sleep state kind of a meditative sensation in my body where I can feel the cells of my body vibrating and I'm experiencing this visualization and observing what's happening and being like oh okay I didn't realize a that I was carrying all this stuff and b that I could send it back and so it was literally like as if I was working in this little post office (laughs) pack pack send pack pack send pack pack send and it felt like it went on all night obviously it didn't because most of these actual liminal dream states last about 30 to 90 seconds so that's how much it would have taken in um, our physical world time but in that dream time it took like all freaking night and um and it felt really good like I was like wow there's a lot of stuff I'm packing up and having to send back I didn't realize that I had it the next day and I always integrate the next day it happens very naturally usually through movement next day I was going for a walk And I noticed that my body had released a lot of tension and um, felt so much more relaxed and lighter. And it was almost like a closure, you know, about six months ago, I had this really strange, weird, out of nowhere back injury and it debilitated me for an entire week and then continued to cause me pain for months afterwards and I of course went and saw practitioners and had support and did special exercises and all sorts of things to mitigate it but this process this anima guided process is what actually seemed to have closed that cycle it was like okay all that stuff in your body was not mine and it was it was time to return it and oh yes the integration the next day I was like wow I'm like free again of all this stuff I didn't realize it and then more recently like a week ago or so I had another visitation from my anima at 4am and you know it's always around things that I'm I'm ready to work on or witness or see or experience and something that I've been on quite a long journey with is the journey of with my mother wound with the experience I've had with mothering and lack of mothering and and my mother in general and those of you who've been on this journey alongside me for a while know that I haven't been in touch with being I've been estranged from my blood mother uh, for about seven years now, even seven and a half years now since I've seen her and uh, I've had very little contact. There's been like maybe two or three emails in those few years and I wrote a blog post about that as well so you can like look for that and I think also there's a podcast episode where I speak to that a little bit. And so I, I definitely went through, you know, the stages of grief across these seven years of first of all like denial 
of what was happening and and what had happened and everything and then anger like there's a good couple of years of just feeling really furious once I'd realized what had happened and how it impacted me and no longer being under the illusion of what I wish it was and recognizing what it really is and all of that which was really really such a painful but necessary process and then more recently acceptance like okay this is what happened yeah and it's my job to grow from it and hear from it and move on and then now you know I what I'm working on is is to return to love as to return like you know no matter what someone does or doesn't do we are all love and we're all doing the best and when everyone's actions everyone's unhealthy un- unstable actions come from their own suffering and and to really acknowledge that and so I had this anima experience again 4am where my anima guided me to release my mother from my expectations of her being a mother to me you know I'd been holding on for so long just wishing just wanting a mother you know something that I missed out on basically my entire life she wasn't available to me from about four or five years old so as a mother you know she was around in my life but she was not present and um, able to mother me because of her own circumstances and so you know there was this thing in my inner child and if you listen to a couple of podcasts back I speak about inner child work Um, my inner child was constantly yearning for that mother and so part of my work the last seven eight years has been learning to reparent myself to to mother myself also to father myself but that's another story for another time Um, and and you know because that inner child was yearning for a mother ongoingly like I want to be mothered um and so my anima was like it's time it's time for you to release your mother from your expectations to be your mother to be a mother for you because she just can't and in in doing so viewing her as a human being you know as a fallible um wounded human being who's doing her best like everyone else and so in this it's also it almost feels like a meditation when my anima visits me I sort of lie there I go into this meditative state and this stream of consciousness flows through me where I'm told things like it's time to live you know you're releasing your mother from the expectations to be your mother and you're releasing her to set her free and by setting her free I'm setting myself free and I kind of like you know said to her into energetically, I don't expect you to mother me anymore. And I let you go, and I release you, and you're free, and and I love you, and I wish you the best, and and now you're free, and now I am free. And then I had this vision come through, <laughs> which was really uh, like somewhat disturbing slash upsetting and unexpected, which was I saw this blackened umbilical cord that had been dead for a really long time that was just like a small piece like maybe it was 30 centimeters long or something that I'd been holding on to 
but it, it had it had shriveled and died and I was still holding on to something that didn't actually you know it was nourishing me it wasn't pulsing life into me the way that I think I wanted it to or thought it was which was really interesting that when I set her free I was like wow I'm the one it's not her I'm the one holding on to this desire to be nourished to be mother to be given have my needs met by my mother through something that is dead and has been dead for a really long time I was like oh my god okay so I'm really I'm just holding on to something that is not even happening which is such an interesting visual and experience to have right there and then and then you know after my visitations from my anima at 4 a.m I usually fall back asleep so it's usually like four to six or something like that and then I sleep for a few more hours um and as I was integrating the next day again going for a walk a few things came through for me one was to call her by her name her name is Ursula instead of to call her mom to create that distinction just to like create closure and really have a healing sensation to make it much easier to hold compassion and understanding for her and I feel so much compassion and understanding more and more so all the time and also like a sense of pity like she's missed out on so much joy and beauty and love and kindness in the world because of her circumstances and that's really sad um and while I was walking, another piece landed that couldn't have landed with me until I fully released her from being my mother. And that was that all that drama and suffering and high cortisol anxiety inducing drama that was normalized by my experience with her, of her, like that's what life was like with her all the time. There was a lot of drama, there was a lot of anxiety. I was, my nervous system was always activated and on, on edge and re, like I was always scared because she was um, inconsistent and reliable and, and would have emotional outbursts that were often quite not physically violent but verbally and emotionally extremely violent and so you know I, you know, I was in this state of fear, fight or flight all the time and through this animus visitation of finally setting her free and setting myself free, I realized I had finally fully unresigned myself and cleared that aspect of myself, which was really, really interesting because in the past, not so much the last five, six years, but prior to that, like definitely my 20s, I would repeat those patterns of creating and finding experiences that created that um, high cortisol nervous, uh, central nervous system activating sensation in my body because that was that was normal to me. That was my normal from my childhood. That's what I knew as um, that was like my base level experience and unless we bring awareness and consciousness to these base level experiences um, we just keep repeating them and repeating them and I would repeat them through the relationships that I attracted I repeated them through the lifestyle or lifestyles that I chose and things like that and then by setting her that completely free like setting her free I could 
finally I set myself free from those patterns as well and it wasn't until my animal visited me and took me through this process that I could have seen this for what it is it's just so so incredible this is why I love the inner work and I want to say something you know before I close here which is that we don't need to reach for growth we don't need to seek out these healing experiences they are always coming to us as and when we're ready and so all we need to do is be in the process of life reaching for joy reaching for pleasure reaching for expression and as we do so when we bump up against contraction or blocks that's when we're invited to investigate into where some growth and healing needs to happen. So it's a really natural process. It's not something you need to force and push and strain for or make happen. We're meant to be living joyful, happy, like how good can life be? It should be the best possible kind of lives and only when we're blocked and or there's some kind of obstacle, that's when we need to look at the growth and, and um, healing that might need to happen f- to return back to that state of goodness and flow and ease and grace and joy and happiness and love and so on and so on but I'm just sharing this process because it can maybe if you happen to be bumping up to an area of growth help you and ease you and support you in your own experience and expression